0: We humans are capable of incredible things. There is a superhero inside all of us. Our greatest power is our authenticity. Superhuman is not something that needs to be obtained. It is the power within us that needs to be unlocked. Hello, welcome back to the Unlocking Superhuman podcast. Today we have a very special guest. Another former roommate of mine, Marcus Palu, He is a Renaissance man who values communicating what God is saying through various creative mediums. Recently developing his intuitive art brand, Midnight Hierarchy, he seeks to provide insight and clarity into the lives of everyday people. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm Thank glad you. to have you.
1: So happy to be here.
0: Yeah. Um it's been a while. When, was the, when was the last time we saw each other it was like two months ago
1: uh feels like it yeah
0: yeah and it's interesting like just like seeing you again and yeah so just what's up um
1: it was great like it was yesterday
0: yeah for sure for sure but
1: so um just
0: to let all the audience members know yeah. um marcus did write his own um introduction i usually <laughs> sure? i like to have you know them do that just so that uh you know sometimes it's you know Want to see like how they represent themselves, but mm-hmm. it's interesting that you mm-hmm. you wrote about being a Renaissance man, mm. and um I think that's something that I too like um mm. aligned with mm. being like multi dimensional and stuff like that, and yeah, um one thing about like a Renaissance man I think like because mm. it's often compared to someone that it's like a jack of all trades, mm-hmm. but I think what a Renaissance man is like mm. is like a master of all trades, mm. of, like multiple stuff, so it's cool that you bring that up oh
1: that's crazy yeah i had no idea that you felt that you resonated with that yeah yeah but i feel like yeah that's something that actually was pretty recent for me Mm -hmm. i didn't really i didn't even know what that meant you know until i had a dream Oh wow! where um somebody in my dream told me i was a renaissance man yeah and so i was like oh i gotta look into this what this means so yeah i definitely resonate and feel like i'm not just in one creative yeah. field you know i feel like i mean that's what an artist is i yeah. feel like they tap into whatever wherever they're at whatever mm. they're vibing with you know yeah. and just let go and yeah create um, so.
0: do you ever feel like um so like there's this whole idea of like you got to stick with one thing mm. do you always feel like that um traps you a bit or do you feel like one thing at a time is the best or what's your take on that
1: You know, I feel like it's comes back to just following your intuition. Mm. You know, I feel like some seasons of our lives, Mm. like we're meant to dabble here, dabble there. Um, But then I feel like there's so many seasons where I've found myself just focusing on one thing, putting my eggs in just one basket. Um, And it's really helped me to refine that skill and really, in a sense, master it. Mm. And then moving on to another skill in the next season of life. Mm. So, yeah, because, like, right now, I feel like I'm in such a season of entrepreneurship. Oh, okay. And um, I actually had a dream a couple, like, two weeks ago where I had, like, this, all my guests were on this table. Yeah. Every, all the skills that I Mm -hmm. had learned, my prophetic gift and then Mm -hmm. my fashion gift. Mm -hmm. And this prophet came in and looked at the table and was Mm -hmm. like, Wow, hmm, this is interesting. Yeah. Like it was good the way he vibed with the tape, what was on the table, but I knew like something was missing. Oh. And when I woke up, I asked God, I said, what's missing. Mm. I knew there was something missing. Yeah. And he was like, it's an entrepreneurship. Mm. And so this is where my eggs are like in this season. Mm. Um, just focusing on that building and mm. learning what, on, what is the entrepreneurship mindset? What yeah. does that look like? You know? Yeah. So, Yeah, Um,
0: got goosebumps from that. It's it's cool that like um how you mentioned the dream happening Mm -hmm. and how you're just able to um pick up on like what's the meaning of the dream and also um to tie in with that you know like the you mentioned like there's a season of life Mm -hmm. for everything Mm -hmm. and I think you know one of those things with seasons is sometimes it's hard to let go of like a oh for sure a certain season Mm -hmm. but by holding on to that old, like, winter time, like, you never mm-hmm. make room for the
1: spring. Totally, yeah. I mean, there can be so many, especially for whoever, you know, however long you've been in that season, mm-hmm. you know, you've developed friendships, you've developed, mm-hmm. you know, just emotional ties to things. Mm-hmm. And I think it's not easy. You yeah. know, I think we need to give ourselves space to just, to have a cry you know and just mm. to really grieve and like you know it, for it to be hard and that's okay yeah. you know and giving our space to just like work through it step by step mm. it doesn't have to be a cold turkey thing unless it does <laughs> <laughs> you know it's just different every time but i feel like we don't give ourselves enough mm. just space to just and be easy on ourselves mm-hmm. you know because um, those seasons can be hard yeah transitioning you know and letting go of past things, yeah. especially if they're relationships mm-hmm. or like you're a whole, the home you grew up in, you know, mm-hmm. and it's maybe you got to move cross country. Yeah. You know, there's there's a lot involved. So. Mm. so. yeah.
0: So for you, um, as far as seasons, is there a mm-hmm. certain timeline as how long a season for you is mm-hmm. or is it like so it varies?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it varies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think. Um, yeah, it's never really set in stone, like Mm. how, you know, the four seasons are in the natural, um, it just, some seasons are, you know, maybe two weeks, Mm. you know, a season could be like a couple months, a couple years, you know, I think a lot of it is just coming down to just discerning like what, what that is Mm. and like tuning into, just it's a relationship with God. And yeah. I think a lot of that insight comes from just me having a relationship with God and, you know, asking, mm-hmm. you know, and just paying attention. I mean, the signs are all around us. Yeah. And I think it's those that have eyes to see and ears mm. to hear that actually discern the season. Yeah. Is you that know? where you
0: got your um Instagram handle from? Yeah. Yeah. But
1: it's but it's uh eyes to hear yeah. instead of eyes to see. Mm. Because I'm a seer, and yeah. so the way I hear is through my eyes, oh, and that's wow. why it's eyes to hear. Um, that's so a, that's,
0: <laughs> a, that's where, like a, a blend of mental concepts, yeah. Like, like, wow, like I can't even like think of that because you can't really just think of it, it's just like kind of, yeah, it's, <laughs> such a metaphor and uh-huh. trip. But I love it,
1: yeah, <laughs> feels very m- kind of mysterious yeah. and.
0: Yeah, and something related to that, you know, because mm-hmm. um, we were living in um a co living spot. Mm-hmm. For a lot of people that don't know, it's um, it's mm-hmm. one of those LA things, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of like a, a more upgraded hostel, but yeah, we were living in a community, and um, me and Marcus actually left mm-hmm. at like the same time, and like it's funny because like we were looking, like, because you know you were leaving, mm-hmm. and last minute I just like decided like mm-hmm. like five days mm-hmm. prior I was like. Yeah, it's time to go. Mm-hmm. But before that, we were um, seeing like a bunch of crows happening. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of like our symbol that like mm-hmm. it was time like to move on.
1: Right. Yeah. What well, was it about the crows that there was something specific about crows that yeah. tied in with transition? Yeah. It's Do about, you remember?
0: Um, I mean, in a broad sense of the word, I think it meant death or mm, transformation. That's what it was. Yeah.
1: yeah. A death of a season. Yeah. And the beginning of a new one. So yeah, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I love the signs. Yeah.
0: And I haven't seen crows. or Crows since. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I've seen um I've heard
0: just like regular birds <clears throat> like chirping and it's yeah. like a new season of, of love or whatnot. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. And I've seen I actually been seeing crows. Mm-hmm. Well actually yesterday I did. But crows at times can symbolize provision. Yeah. Um and I just feel like there's a lot of people right now that are in need, yeah. you know, and just seeking resources and provision, whether that's financially, yeah. you know. But I feel like it's it's just a sign that it's coming, you yeah. know, just oh, to trust that yeah. that that the resource that they're needing or desiring mm-hmm. is on its way. So, yeah. just thought that was interesting. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think that's one of the hardest things to do too is trust mm-hmm. and just enjoying because. Mm. I've started to realize that, um, you know, the plans for me, the plans that God has for me, mm. are like beyond like what my mind can comprehend or yeah. could even plan out. Because mm. His plan is like way more detailed mm. and way more amazing than whatever mm. thing I'm trying to plan out. You totally, know? yeah. Like they won't even compare. So,
1: yeah, I know I love it. I totally can relate. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the challenge, is to. To dream bigger, you yeah, know? and to get out of our small-mindedness, yeah, and every limitation that keeps us from dreaming in alignment with Him, yeah, you know, so
0: and it's like, like your plan, your own individual plans are like, mm. why are you dreaming so small? Yeah, you know, like the plan that's supposed to be for you is like way bigger than mm. anything you'll ever expect.
1: Totally, and I mean, even recently, I remember having this thought that. That I needed to um, lower my expectations mm. um, and not dream bigger mm. and not, you know, have these high expectations of what um, what could come of mm. my future or this you know connection or you know, because of fear of disappointment. Yeah, and I think you know so many of us have gone through disappointment over the last maybe year to you know during 2020 and just with you know the pandemic and i i just feel like this sense of like it's it's time to like to aim high yeah you know i feel like the i i feel like the only way forward is to really set your expectations high Mm -hmm. you know and settle for nothing less than um the best and and so um it's easy to fall into that fear yeah. to let disappointment keep you from aiming high and mm. dreaming big. But I feel like the challenge is that we need to re enter into that place of aiming high to dream again, to yeah. regain vision for a future mm. right now more than ever. Mm -hmm. So I feel like hope is like being restored to people, you know, just the hope for our futures, the hope for our dreams and the things we've kind of laid down, Mm -hmm. you know, and kind of laid to the wayside yeah, because of disappointment, you know. So I think I feel a shift happening.
0: Mm -hmm. And I think um, with that, too, is like the the whole idea of like trying to be like practical all the time. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's like being too practical can like Mm -hmm. really hold you back. Hmm. And, and for me, it's like, hmm. recently, it's just been, um, yeah, everything's like been like, logical, like, like, it's been a logical order of mm-hmm. things and doing things in a practical way. Mm-hmm. But the, the dream of it, or like, pretty much, it's just like intuition guiding me to like, do this next step, you know, mm-hmm. or, or even like, you know, this podcast we're doing, it's like, I, like a month ago, I would not have like, thought of, like, even doing this, it just yeah. kind of like came together. It's amazing. And when I needed to like, do something, Mm -hmm. it was just like, it was clear, it's like, just do that, and Mm. it, or each step was logical, but, Mm. like, the process was, like, intuitive.
1: Mm. No, that's amazing, Mm. and it's both and, I feel like, Mm. I mean, there's such, you know, sometimes it's more, it does feel more logical, Mm. you know, it's just discerning, it's like a season, again, like, you know, discerning. I don't know, just not making it so I feel like we can make it so black and white. It has to be this way or that way, you know, and just like almost just learning to let go and Mm. just and be present. I feel like that's been such a thing is just being present in in the moment. Because I I mean, also, I could get so caught up in the clouds, you know, I had a dream that I was like somebody told me that was too much up there, Yeah. you know, just being dreaming and vision and, mm-hmm. you know, and I wasn't on, my feet weren't on the ground yeah, and I needed to build, I needed to be practical. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there, you know, there's a balance, yeah, you know, sure. so.
0: Yeah. I get, I get that a lot too. Just, and especially with, you know, like people like us who are like mm-hmm. artists and always like dreaming. Mm-hmm. It's like we get caught up in like another illusion of being up here, but. The metaphor I like to use is that you know we're we're all you know we're we're all spiritual like mm. we're all spirits, but at the same time we're also like physical beings mm. like having that this experience. Mm. So it's like you have to merge the two worlds, mm-hmm. and you can't disregard one, or your like your life will go out of balance. Mm. Like being too much in the clouds, it's like you're neglecting like your physical needs. Like right. just like you need food and water, you right. have other needs as a human being. Mm-hmm. But then again, like you got like spiritual needs that are like trying to reach. So it's like. Trying to um, surf life mm-hmm. using like those, like keeping those two things into consideration. I feel right. like
1: no, that's so good.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, mm. but all right. Anyways, um, like I've never asked you this, but uh-huh. like I want to know about your childhood. My, My childhood. Yeah, how'd you grow up? Because <laughs> I've not I've known you as yeah how well you're like 33 years old now 34 34 yeah i would say 33 though (laughs) i'll take it that's a good number (laughs) i've known you as a 33 34 year old (laughs) but like how were you growing up Mm -hmm. like what was your childhood like
1: so my childhood i was very um introverted very Mm -hmm. um to myself as a kid, like I was, I was that kid that kind of just hung out by himself mm-hmm. and just was in the corner kind of drawing during lunch and, mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. anime, like yeah. characters. And, you know, I was really into video games mm-hmm. and that was kind of my escape. And just, um, just cause I lived in a lot of fear. Yeah. Um, I had like a really traumatic bullying experience when I was in sixth grade oh. and that kind of like shut me down. Mm-hmm. And I think that, Changed my life for, you know, at the time it was hard, but, but I see the good that's come out of me kind of closing myself off and being more introverted. And Mm. it really enabled me to go into my imagination Mm. to really tap in to more, just like more of a meditative Mm. state and just like being able to dream and like being independent. And so there's definitely things that I... I gleaned from that season of life, Mm -hmm. but now I'm having to learn how to like do life with people and just like, Oh God, (laughs) (laughs) not the easiest thing all the time, but I know it's important. So, um, yeah, so it was just a real like nerd geek Mm -hmm. as a kid and, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. And just, was very sensitive I was very Mm -hmm. different like I felt like the black sheep in my home Mm -hmm. and um didn't feel like I really belonged and I just felt like I was so spiritually sensitive too. Mm -hmm. like I I just remember growing up just and I didn't know that it was like a a prophetic thing yeah I just I just thought it was um I just didn't have language for it you Mm -hmm. know and remember just being tormented from like a little, when I was a little kid, yeah. um, just by like the demonic mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. like having, it was consistent maybe every other night, oh. you know, just having, getting attacked in my sleep. Like mm-hmm. I would, oh, wow. I would physically get grabbed and, oh, um, choked wow. out by demons yeah. and, and you would feel it. Like- yeah, I would feel it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then as I got older, it kind of progressed where I could, I'd wake up and they'd be, I could see them with my eyes oh, and they'd really? be standing up by my bed wow. and yeah. And so I'd went through it, you know, I have, and I'm so grateful that my parents, like I would tell them, mm-hmm. you know, and I, um, and they would just be super supportive. Wouldn't think I was crazy mm. or <laughs> they just prayed, yeah. you know, we just kind of prayed and till I felt peace and mm. Went to sleep, so I've always been just very spiritually Mm -hmm. attuned. I think I just didn't know what it was, Mm. and I grew up in the church, so. But we didn't really know about the prophetic, or Mm. um, they didn't talk a lot about that, and um, just spiritual things, Mm. Um,
0: or like the open third eye. Yeah,
1: we don't talk. They didn't talk about any of the yeah, anything. um, Basically, Um, it was Catholic church Mm -hmm. for a bit, and then. Yeah, so non-denominational Christian after that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah.
0: What so um, do you still see like spirits Mm -hmm. like all around still? So
1: now, not on sometimes. So like it's more. I'll see it in people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, like all, all like I remember being at work one day, and I remember looking at one of my coworkers, and her face was like completely like, it like shifted to mm. like it was distorted, and it, oh, wow. it was like a like a demonic oh, like shit. it was like really s- scary face, mm. and I knew that she was just going through stuff, going through some yeah. stuff, you know, and so, um, but things like that more. Mm. Now you know mm. versus me seeing demons um, by mm. my bedside. Yeah, that's yeah. scary. It like, was. I have scary. goosebumps. <laughs> I'm like, because
0: yeah. I believe in all that stuff, and mm. I met a couple people like with the same like issues of like demons following them. Mm. But I feel like that kind of like strengthen like your abilities, mm. like going through that.
1: Yeah, I've never known why. I was tormented, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think it's just, I don't really have an answer, you Mm -hmm. know, even ask God and I don't feel like I've gotten a clear answer, but I just choose to, I just, I have a gift, you know, I'm a seer. And so Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm just more sensitive and more aware. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that is just, I feel like to help people, you know, I feel like I see because I'm I meant to pray for people or Mm. if I, if it's something negative, you know, or Mm. perceived as negative, it's never for me to judge. Like I believe my my greatest position and posture should be to love Mm -hmm. people and just to encourage. And, um, even if I see something negative, I usually don't share the negative stuff. I Mm. usually keep it to myself and just pray for them. So that things shift like Mm. in their favor, you know? And, So, yeah, I feel like that's why I have that, Mm -hmm. you know? And,
0: yeah. So, Mm -hmm. do you feel like it's easy to read people or see, like, what's going on in their lives at the moment?
1: I mean, I remember growing up, I just knew things about people. I just look at them, and I knew them. I I knew things about them, and I knew, you know, just... And he usually was the negative things, like I knew oh, okay. always the like they were going through this, going through that, like mm-hmm. they were just the internal battles that they were yeah. having, and just like you know, I just remember because it was always negative. Like mm-hmm. I would always see the negative things. I remember telling God, I was like, I don't want this. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't want to see the negative things about people anymore. Um, and mm-hmm. and it literally like turned off my oh, gift like turned wow. off for maybe a good amount of years. Oh wow. And it wasn't until I realized why I had this gift, mm-hmm. this gift of discernment. Mm-hmm. Um and it was because I was meant to take what I was seeing, yeah, to pray for people, mm-hmm. to be there to help people, um to guide people, you know, or and And in that moment is when I repented and I was Mm -hmm. like, God, I'm so sorry. I see now like why I have this, you know, it's Mm -hmm. to actually be, you know, helpful Mm -hmm. and to serve others. And, um, and so when I repented, it came back. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, it's very interesting.
0: So, so that like superpower kind of like went away for a couple of years. Yeah. Did you feel like lost without
1: it? No. I was over it. I was, like... (laughs) I was... At the time of my life, I was, like, in the party scene in my early 20s, and I was, like... um, You know, I was just, like, I didn't care about that stuff. You know, I was just wanting to be a a kid Mm -hmm. and just, like, party and have fun and, you know...
0: Did it feel different? Like, you felt like something was, like... Or you just felt like a...
1: eh, Yeah, I just... I really didn't... It was... I didn't even...
0: Like notice it? Notice. Oh. You
1: know, it was just, I knew that I, it felt like I, it almost like was like a fog machine. Mm-hmm. You know, it almost felt like things were just like foggy in terms of like, uh, just intuitive insight or intuitive. Yeah. Like I just wouldn't catch on to things. I just, I forced myself not to pay attention. Even oh, I think okay. that cause like I, I, it's, it's a if it's not a curse it's a blessing for mm. sure because like i feel like i hear so much i yeah. feel like i know so much if i'm paying attention like <laughs> <laughs> it's like i could write a book it feels like just of Somebody's how much life. i hear you know mm-hmm. and just how much i know wow. and just how much i discern um and yeah
0: that's amazing. <laughs> That's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. And you're
1: um, usually like, you know, looking in somebody's eyes, yeah. you can see so much, you know, and just mm-hmm. know so much. It just I don't know. There's so much power in just looking in mm-hmm. the eyes of another person. So,
0: do you feel like people are always like constantly sending like whatever's going on with them like around no, them? None.
1: Or? Uh, it can. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't fully understand the spiritual world completely. Mm-hmm. But some people do have spirits on them. Yeah. You know, oh. some people do have like, um, other, a lot of the things that we deal with are spiritual realities. We're just mm. not aware of it. You know, mm. a lot of the things we do in the natural open doors in the spiritual, oh. you know, and so I feel like there are times when I've smelt fear on people. Mm-hmm. Like I've literally, I could smell the spirit of fear mm-hmm. on somebody that is just. And I know that there's this spirit of fear that's tormenting them, that's causing them to feel so much anxiety, causing them to, you know, have breakdowns and, Mm. but it's that knowledge once again, it's all for me to know and not to be like, Hey, like you got a spirit (laughs) of fear on you, you know, shake that off. (laughs) Um, It's for me to like pray for Mm. them, you know, and pray for that thing to leave. Mm so they they can live in freedom yeah. you know
0: that's interesting cuz um mm-hmm. it recalls me to like an experience i had a, a couple mm-hmm. years back when mm-hmm. i was um really just like good friends with a girl that was going like mm-hmm. through a lot of things mm-hmm. and i remember like we were just so like in tune to like mm-hmm. like we would call each other and like Like she'd pick up right away or like, Mm -hmm. I would kind of feel like what she was going through. Mm. But at the same time too, like every time I would go to bed at night, Mm. like I would feel like the pain she was going Mm. through as well. Like Mm -hmm. I was like, why am I feeling like so much like heartache and anxiety? Yeah. And I'm like, did I like transfer? Like, Mm. did she transfer like her energy to me and vice versa? Mm. So like, that's, it's like, I kind of like picked up on her spirit and like just (laughs) feeling what she was feeling. It was just so crazy. Yeah.
1: No, I do that too sometimes. And know the I don't know if you're dating. Were you dating? Uh kinda. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it might have been also there's something that happens like too if there were sexual relations, yeah. there's like a soul tie. Yeah. And I think that also connects you mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah, for sure. Um yeah. and so <laughs> vulnerable. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, yeah. So <laughs> but I even like with family members, mm-hmm. I'll feel their stuff. Yeah. Or just like um I remember working for this guy that well. Yeah. I used to be an assistant to like a uh, he was considered a prophet, yeah. and um, I remember I would never think about him because yeah. I worked for him. So I was like always working, and I lived with him, and so. I remember, like, I would never think about him because I mm. knew that he would pick up on it. Oh, and then he would reach out to me. Literally every time I thought about him, yeah. he would text me. He's like, and then want me to do something or want <laughs> me to, you know, he'd check in on me. But yeah. it was every time, I swear to you, yeah. And so I totally get it. Yeah.
0: So with um with soul ties, is it possible to like cut the soul tie? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, how do yeah. you do that? Just, just curious.
1: Uh, so I, I mean, I honestly don't. F- Fully no mm. I think it's something maybe you can just do in prayer and just um, ask God to cut the tie.
0: Or maybe it's something that like you—it's a vibration you bring yourself out of, kind yeah, of thing.
1: I'm not sure honestly, mm. but I think it—it it, it would be done in prayer yeah. for sure. Um, but I don't know the specifics honestly.
0: Yeah, because yeah, like I felt like you know I, I did make a soul tie with like a couple mm. people, mm. but I felt like as the person I am today, I feel like a right. lot of those are just like not the cord is cut yeah, or it's like just no transmission anymore.
1: Okay. So it's just like, so you feel released or yeah. From like the connected. specific ones. Yeah. Uh huh.
0: Okay. So, and for me, I think it was just like outgrowing mm-hmm. like that, ne- the need for them mm-hmm. and especially like with relationships too or dating people. It's always, mm-hmm. it was, Oh, it always has to do with that. Like for most people, you mm-hmm. know, honestly, mm-hmm. So I think it was just, like, growing out of those habits that yeah. put me in that situation, mm. that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. But so, like, with this ability, like, to see people's stuff, like, I'm curious, like, since you're living in a community, yeah, so that you saw everybody's, like, yeah. stuff, like, you pretty much, like, knew, what, like, what's going on with everybody. Totally.
1: Yeah. I mean, and it's not all the time. Let me say that like I'm I'm not tuned in all the time. Yeah. But if I'm really wanting to know something, like I can tap in. Yeah. Like I feel like if I really ask God what He's saying yeah. or what's going on, like yeah. I I genuinely feel that I could tap in and He would tell me. Um, but I don't always want that. Yeah. Like I just I feel <laughs> like this. You know, if all you know, I just feel like at times like I've fallen into like. Oh, I know this and I need to be their savior. I need to oh, protect them. Okay. I need to like, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like this burden to like protect. I yeah. feel like this burden, like I need to, you know, help them, you it's know, like, and I, I feel like your it, paradigm. I think. Yeah, yeah. And it's not, it's not me. I'm not supposed to be people's saviors, yeah. you know? And so that's been a challenge at times. Mm. Um, Cause I feel like I do have such a, like a father's kind of heart, you know, and just this sense of like, you know, the father that Mm. wants to protect his kid and, or just like make sure that they don't do anything stupid or, Mm. you know, because, and you know, I've been through my own stuff and so it's Mm. like, you know, I don't want people to fall into the same stuff that I did. And I was like, don't, you know, I could just protect, save them from making that mistake, you know, and just... Everything that comes with that mm-hmm. and and so, so yeah, I mean, yeah, I definitely am aware, um, but try not to take that burden on, yeah, you know, unless there's times when God tells me just I'm just washing dishes, yeah, and then I'll get a download mm-hmm. and for somebody or you know just. Or just see something you know yeah and then you know i feel like the reason that god really does that is because it's important to him you know because Mm -hmm. he does care about this individual yeah and doesn't want to see them you know struggle or just you know sit in their anxiety and their depression or Mm -hmm. whatever it is you know he and i'm a conduit yeah i'm I'm simply a gatekeeper of sorts you know Mm -hmm. and just in terms of like Releasing freedom, mm-hmm. you know, from whatever it is that's tormenting people or yeah. harming them, or so yeah. Um, if that makes sense, yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and there was a lot of people like living with us too, so mm-hmm. like I can't imagine just like yeah, how many times it's like. And I I totally get the the whole like savior mentality because mm-hmm. I think I suffered from it a lot. Mm-hmm if it is something, like, to suffer from, but, mm. like, I always always felt, like, the need to, like, fix people mm. and, like, guide them in the way, but mm-hmm. now I started to realize that, like, sometimes, like, mm. they have to learn the lesson the way that they want to learn the lesson or how they're acting is the way that they want to learn the lesson in the first place. And mm. It's, like, there's just, like, rule mm. or principle that, like, just went in my head. It was, like, mm. don't interfere with, like, people's learning Mm. and like by me like trying to like Mm. move them along even faster than they they can handle that's me interfering Mm. with like
1: their process sure no i i totally agree yeah if you're saving people (laughs) all the time that they're not gonna you know learn or grow i mean it's those mistakes and failures that usually are the the things that are catalysts for Mm -hmm. for change and and growth yeah It's weird how that works. Yeah, it's so weird. (laughs) I know it sucks because, you know, you don't want to see people suffer or, you know.
0: But I think that's what makes life interesting, you know, Mm -hmm. just like when you're watching a movie. Mm -hmm. If everything is just going good for someone, it's like, why am I watching this movie? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You want to see people like struggle and Mm -hmm. not just struggle, but make it out of it, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing is the hopeful aspect. Yeah. I hate movies that it always ends like on a, like awful note. And Mm -hmm. like, it just feels like depressing. (laughs) Like, where's the hope in this? Like there's, I don't know. I just feel like there's always hope in any, with any issue, with Mm -hmm. any problem, you know, I feel like there's always a hopeful solution. Yeah. So I don't know.
0: So, um, You know Mm -hmm. you know how like you you said you see a lot of like the bad stuff that Mm -hmm. people go through, but Mm -hmm. you you also see like the good stuff. Oh yeah. And does it like fill you up?
1: Yeah. I what do you mean by fill me up? Just make me Like feel feel good,
0: like Yeah. Just seeing like this good stuff people are going
1: through. Totally. And that's my favorite thing, uh, is really to give people just a sense of clarity and vision for their lives Mm -hmm. and, and it's purpose. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like there's so many people that don't see the good Mm -hmm. in themselves. They're just are so hard on themselves and just almost like this, you know, this fog over their capacity to see like where they're going or just to have vision for life. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of my greatest fears too, is not having purpose for my own life. Yeah. And I feel like th- from that place too, it's like, uh, it's enabled me to see and help me give me this passion mm-hmm. to help others yeah. establish purpose and like to discover the blueprint for their life, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And to even giving them like uh, just one step in the right direction. Yeah. I feel like once you get people on the right trajectory, yeah you're they're good you know what i mean um people just don't know which which way to take the step Mm -hmm. and so i'm just pointing people north yeah and so um uh, yeah i love seeing people just you can see it too when you tell people the encouraging stuff the good stuff Mm -hmm. and the hopeful stuff they just light up you know and I feel like there's so many people, too, even in the hardest of seasons and the times that they're just going through it, mm-hmm. it's hard for them to see the good in themselves or their original essence. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in those seasons when I they're in that tough time and I can see the good mm-hmm. and I can you know, speak that over them. And then it helps. I feel like there's this power. There's a, such a power in our words. Mm-hmm. And that causes them to shift. Yeah. To shift out of that season. To shift out of that mindset of seeing themselves as less than when they're really more than. You know, mm-hmm. they're, they have value. They're loved. You know, mm-hmm. um, that they're not forgotten. You know, um, and that's the thing. It's not even me. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's all God. Yeah. Like, I'm just a mouthpiece. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just sharing what he's saying to me. Mm -hmm. And he's, he just wants people to know that he loves them. Yeah. You know? And, and simply, I'm just, I get to speak on his behalf. Yeah. And so, yeah. So
0: like with, with purpose, mm -hmm. like, are you able to see like other people's purposes? Like,
1: like, well, yeah, I feel like. Yeah, I can definitely tap it. I can see people's giftings. Yeah. Um, Yeah, their skill sets. I just... Yeah, I can see it. Mm -hmm. I just have a knowing. Um, I mean, I hear so many different ways. And so it's not always a picture. It's not always, you know, by hearing. They'll maybe remind me of somebody. Mm -hmm. Like my roommate, for instance. She's a singer. Mm -hmm. And I remember... Her making this face, and it reminded me of my niece. Mm. And in that moment, I knew that there was a connection between what she carried on her life and Mm. what my niece is going to carry on her life, Mm. and which is singing. Yeah. And so Um. that's how I knew the gift. My niece is three years old. Yeah. But I know because my roommate reminded me of my niece. Yeah. That she's going to have that gift on her life is. And so things like that. So mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I discern differently all mm-hmm. the time. It's, but yeah, I can, yeah, know what people's, and that's what I love mm-hmm. because people are just like some people are like, oh, I don't know, like I'm, yeah. I'm good at this, I'm good at that. What should I pursue? Like, or just don't even know what to pursue. But yeah. when I s- tell them what I see. Uh-huh. It's almost like confirmation yeah. that that they should be pursuing that thing. You know, when there's so many opportunities and options, it's it can be overbearing, you know, yeah. or when there feels like there's no options, it kind of gives people just, oh wow, yeah, I can see that, I feel that, mm-hmm. you know, I am good at that, you know, yeah. I am, um, and I wanted to make prac That's one thing too. It, and I like to be practical, you know, and just and not to. F- not feel too spiritual. So yeah. being able to give people practical like steps and mm-hmm. insight into what to do instead of it feeling very like ethereal and yeah. you know. <laughs> mushy, <don't> know. mushy. <laughs> yeah, I'm like...
0: I don't want to like say it like that, but... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you
1: get what I'm saying.
0: And it's cool too because um, the... I don't even know how to describe it. The, the artistic like prophecy that you mm-hmm. you did for me. I mm-hmm. was like... It made so much sense. A lot of the stuff you were saying, mm. even like with the many hats that I do wear, mm-hmm. and you know I do love making films and mm. how like you compared me like to Steven Spielberg and mm-hmm. even drew something like um, mm. of me being bald. Mm-hmm. It's funny because like I'm gonna shave my head like in like a couple weeks because yeah. I'm gonna make a film with a friend. Oh wow! So it's gonna be it's like. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, it was just like so profound and. Mm. I was just like, oh, my goodness. and Uh, I can't find love this season. It's not supposed to be. (laughs) Which is true because, you know, that's something I was always... I think a lot of people are caught up in Mm. just trying to find love. But Mm. I think you're right. Like, building, sewing, Mm -hmm. you know. That was my my prophecy for Mm -hmm. that. But um, Mm -hmm. so I want to talk about... So you're into art Mm -hmm. and fashion. Mm -hmm. Like, how... Like when did you discover like your gift for like when was the season for discovering that part of your life?
1: Yeah, I would say well art has always been sketching and just more traditional 2D just by drawing by pencil and ink mm-hmm. has always been my thing since I was since I can remember, mm-hmm. you know. It was my mom would actually have us all sit down yeah. on a daily basis and just sketch, do art, create, you know, read a book, mm-hmm. play piano, you know, we were very like we had order and yeah. just like um, she did daycare. So that kind of oh, okay. way everybody, that's why we needed to be on the schedule. So and it was we, I've been drawing since day one mm-hmm. and then, but it, you know, it was more like for video games and it was mm-hmm. more like, you know, monsters and I would always draw women, which was interesting. I would always draw female characters mm-hmm. that I would, I remember it would always be, like super drapey garments yeah. and it would be blowing in the wind. I just always loved the way, I loved movement. Mm. Um, but at the time, I didn't think anything of it. I just, you know, just liked to draw women that had clothes mm. that blew in the, in the air. That yeah. looked beautiful, you know. And then it wasn't until my 20s when I was in game school. Mm. I went to Seattle and I was oh, in... game school? Yeah.
0: Like you know how to make video games and yeah. stuff like that? Yeah, I was what? going to
1: DigiPen. Uh, the school was founded by Nintendo. Uh-huh. And I went there about a year. Yeah. Uh, and I remember dropping out, which mm. was too expensive. And then I went to the Art Institute of Seattle and I was, still was doing video games. Still mm. expensive. Yeah. But... When I went there, that's when I met my two friends at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were in the fashion program. Yeah, And I remember we just hit it off and we just started um, just hanging out and we would go thrifting mm-hmm. um, every week. And we would just uh, create new outfits. We like cut up our outfits, cut up the clothes and just like put them together in a new way. And mm-hmm. it would be what we wore to the clubs. Um, when we went out on the weekends yeah but that was the starting point that kind of awoke Mm -hmm. this dormant thing in me that i believe has been there all my life yeah it just was that was the right season for Mm -hmm. it to kind of awaken Mm -hmm. and so i dropped out of school i was like i need to just i love fashion let me get into retail and so i worked in retail for a bit Mm -hmm. and it wasn't until it was like my late twenties when I started to have prophetic dreams mm-hmm. about just my purpose, yeah, that I was supposed to be that I would become a creative director one mm. day for a luxury brand, yeah, and I, my teachers were having dreams yeah. about me um once I went back to school, yeah. I ended up going back to school. I mm. skipped that, but I went back to school around thirty one yeah um when I was thirty one and it's been the best decision ever. Mm. And I'm looking back now, I could see, I felt like God was showing me like all those years of like mm. even game school yeah. and um, those years of drawing anime and these girls that were, you know, had their drapey clothes, like it, none of it was wasted. It was all preparation, mm. yeah. preparation for the now season, yeah. which is me building and pre- continue. I'm still in preparation. You know, I'm still mm. learning and I'm still in school got two more years but um but it's all comes together I believe yeah. you know there's no wasted season you know mm. it's all come you know it's all part of the the end goal mm. the part of the process yeah. you know where nothing is ever wasted mm. and so yeah so that's when it I feel like it all started coming together, and I really had vision for my life once I started God yeah. started speaking to me in my late twenties and having all these d- consistent dreams mm. of of being in fashion as a mm. creative director so yeah,
0: yeah well that, that's beautiful that you say like there's no wasted season mm-hmm. and I could relate like so much to that mm. just because you know like even throughout my life, I thought man, I should have done this differently. But Mm. looking back now, Mm -hmm. like, it all led up to where I am now. Mm. Like, I was, like, even growing up, I was a good student, you know, Mm. really good at academics. Then I joined the military with the intention of, yeah, I don't want to do school ever, ever again. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But then I got out of the military or as I was leaving, I was like, you know what? Maybe I do need to go back to school. And, you know, right now I'm I'm in college. But throughout those, those experiences, I learned, like, the skills. Like, as a student, I learned how to, like, work diligently like towards a project or mm-hmm. whatnot then joining the military I learned how to just be independent and learn how to w- work through processes mm-hmm. learn how to travel learn how to socialize with people mm-hmm. like learn how to like go on ho- like my last two years at the military I like I did a lot of like just I would just call them business trips mm-hmm. like where we like stay in like hotels and stuff like that and mm-hmm. do our thing our mm-hmm. mission mm-hmm. and even now, as, like, I got out of the military, I'm a civilian again. Like, I'm doing a lot of the same habits, like, same skills. Like, mm. like we're in a hotel right now, mm. and that bag you see over there is, like, mm. my gear bag that I, I, I legit use for, like, my time in the military, and I'm mm. still using it now yeah. for the stuff I'm doing. Mm. And even learning how to be a student, you know, mm. like, when I was younger, you know, it's, like, I, I use those those principles to where I am now and it's mm-hmm. like looking back it's like oh shoot like mm-hmm. there, there wasn't any wasted season and mm-hmm. like I can't even imagine like or one thing I forgot to mention was even like my interest in film mm-hmm. and learning how to mm-hmm. use all that it was just kind of like tied together yeah or the mic right now like I hardly used it like mm-hmm. a couple months ago but now mm-hmm. I'm using it more than ever so yeah. it's like it was an investment mm-hmm. beforehand that's like finally like reaping like the -hmm. the benefit from it of getting it
1: no it's so good Mm. it's such a good reminder Mm -hmm. you know for everybody you know that it's that nothing is wasted yeah and every even if it's the worst season of your life Mm -hmm. you know there's always something to be learned from it Mm -hmm. and i think we just have to see it from another angle you know because once you do, once you see it from a different perspective, from a hopeful perspective, you're able to see, you know, mm-hmm. and piece it together and and kind of have a greater understanding yeah. of how it's working for your good, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because, like, you created mm-hmm. Midnight Hierarchy pretty mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as you left, like, the our co-living space, mm-hmm. and it's... I see it, like, as a merger of, like, your your mm-hmm. prophetic, like, art gift and, mm-hmm. like, your artistic gift as well. Yeah. So, like, take us through that, like, process. Like, how did, like, the merger, like, come about or did it just kind of, like, click for you? Yeah.
1: So, honestly, I just needed money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, I need to do something and because the money's getting low. Yeah. And I was just, like, what do I even like to do? Like, I was thinking about doing, like, uh just technical design work for mm-hmm. just freelance. And it just sounded awful. <laughs> I was like, why would I do that? And so I was just like thinking like, I need to do something that I enjoy, mm-hmm. something that I'm really passionate about. I love the prophetic. It's like everything to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I feel like it is a superpower. You yeah. know, I feel like it's, n- I feel like we're all prophetic, but not a- all of us are tapped in. Like mm-hmm. we're, we just don't really... See it. We don't really steward it, and are really some of us just don't care, you know, which is okay, you know. um But for me, I love it, and and then art, like I'm just good at it. Like it's a skill that I feel like I, I wouldn't say I mastered, but I'm very good at what I do, and so I felt like you know just piecing those together, Mm -hmm. and. Let me make money, like, <laughs> yeah. and that, I think that's yeah. I just started with building the website, yeah, and I didn't really know what it would develop into, and it's still such a baby, yeah, you know. Um, and so I've had a couple clients, and of s- uh, recently, you being one of them, yeah. and I mean, the process is so life giving, yeah, for me, and so it's like, um. It just I found so much joy yeah. in like getting insight for you guys yeah. and just being able to see into your current season. So if you guys don't really probably know, but I so essentially I do intuitive art readings. Mm-hmm. and so um, if so I basically you pay for the level of foresight that you're seeking. Over your life, so it's from like zero to three months, or from zero to six months, or zero to nine months, and s- or up to a year. Mm-hmm. And then once you purchase that, then I will take time to s- like seek God, ask Him for what He's saying over your guys, a season of life or that period of mm-hmm. foresight that you paid for. I'll get a vision. I'll that's how I generally see mm-hmm. is I'll have visions or see pictures, and then I'll just. And I'll create a digital art piece, 18 by 18. Mm-hmm. And then um, I will interpret it. Um, and then you get both the interpretation and the art piece. And so, yeah, that's essentially what it is. I just, So I do the intuitive art readings. And then I also do like prints, like mm-hmm. selling prints on oh. the side, which, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's growing, but, uh, you know, everything you can't despise the days of small beginnings, you know, just steward the seed that you have, you know, Mm -hmm. what you have in your hand, you know? And so, um, I'm actually excited because I feel like it could be expanding into more clothing and, um, Like, like
0: intuitive art, like specific clothing for people you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, I've had people ask about doing like the artwork mm. on like a hoodie or yeah. a t-shirt. Oh wow, um, I'd love that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so like doing that, or I've even thought about like, I mean, I kind of wrestled with this, but mm. just having a prophetic word uh, on that you're wearing that yeah. is maybe temporary, you know, because mm. I feel like. But, you know, I've had so many people say, no, it's not temporary. It's like a milestone in your life. You know, it's still, I would still wear it. You know, I'd still cherish it, you know, although it was, it feels like a temporary thing. So Mm -hmm. I've thought about maybe doing on garments that people would wear, Mm -hmm. seeing their original design or their essence, their Mm -hmm. giftings, who they are. Yeah. In general, Mm -hmm. like who they are as a person, seeing their, you know purpose you mm. know destiny or just who they are as a person and putting down in clothing because yeah. that's something that i feel like i'd rather wear yeah that's like long term yeah versus like a temporary seasonal word mm. you know you know what i mean mm. so th- yeah that's something else that i've been thinking about lately but we'll see
0: yeah that's awesome i'd love that because lo- that was like in my head i was like oh huh, mm-hmm. that'd be something cool like i feel like that's right up your alley and yeah. you, know, you already had it like <laughs> in your vision board. So yeah. it's like, wow, that'd be something like, I've never like seen anything like that before either. So it's yeah, like, no, I really have not either.
1: Yeah. It'll be interesting. I'd actually spend some time on Saturday just mm. at the beach just oh. to dream. Yeah. And just to kind of like, uh, create vision for it you mm. know and to go deeper and more of the fine finite mm. kind of details and what is my customer yeah. you know what if i have a brick and mortar store what would that yeah. look like and mm. like deep so so
0: you're gonna be the executive director of your own fashion brand, yeah huh? <laughs> that's, that's what cool. it was yeah it sounds like it yeah that's cool though like because you know even with me like i often think like
1: mm-hmm.
0: like oh just like um Just, like, an example, like, Mm -hmm. if I was going to be a director, like, you know, I will just, like, Mm. work for this studio and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, but, like, there's a part of it that's, like, limiting, like, Mm. to, then, like, my head goes to, like, or my heart goes to, like, you know, you could create your own studio Mm. and be your own, like, producer and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, so it was just, like because yeah. sometimes we're like oh we'll just like latch on to this institution so we can mm. get, get our thing going but yeah but oftentimes like the scary part is like mm-hmm. just trusting your own gut and being like you know what you could do all of this yourself yeah like just ask for like whatever you will need and like it just like comes to you
1: yeah and it's better
0: that way too because like sometimes it's people so don't always see your vision the mm-hmm. way that you do mm-hmm. and sometimes like, it's a conflicting vision mm. of, like different interests so it's good that like you're You're doing all this and like creating like your own thing.
1: Yeah, Mm. it feels really good because I've I've literally slipped into that. Like, even when I had those dreams about Mm. being a creative director of a luxury brand, Mm. I don't know, maybe this is it. Maybe this is going to develop into that. But, you know, I was like, oh, I'll just work for an established brand. Mm. It's easier to work my way up, you know, to being a creative director. But now I'm like, no, like, there's a reason why I'm learning entrepreneurship. Yeah. It's not to work for another company. Mm. It's to build my own thing from the ground up, you know? And so it's scary though. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, there's so many moving parts, Mm. things that I don't know. Um, but I'm excited. Mm. It feels like the right path, you know? Mm. So one day at a time.
0: Yeah. Like I remember you, you wrote something on my, um, Mm -hmm. prophecy it's Mm -hmm. like your head's gonna be spinning so just like manage Mm. your time it's Mm -hmm. like these past few Mm -hmm. days that's been so true
1: really Mm because like
0: packing all this stuff and like planning this trip it was just so like there's a lot like Mm -hmm. i was like Mm -hmm. i legit don't have time for certain things so i gotta like focus and really (laughs) manage my time well and it's like and it's funny too because like Mm -hmm. like you also put that like I was gonna have like a lot of projects and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and it's they're coming true. Like, mm-hmm. like I have a project with one friend. Mm-hmm. Then, when my my other friend like hit me up on yeah. Friday, they're like, oh, "Can you help me like make this video?" And wow. I was like, wow. "Okay, sure." Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, wow. "It just came out of nowhere." They just come out of nowhere too. So mm-hmm. I'm like, "What's like what else is gonna come?" Yeah. And All this tied in with like having to do this podcast at the same time. So it's just like so many moving parts. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, Mm. I got to like just weave my way through it. Totally.
1: And And that's interesting too, because like something came up the other day Mm -hmm. for me was, um, just opportunity. Mm -hmm. I I got a job offer, um, from just randomly. I never worked. I never applied for this job. One of my teachers referred it to me. Mm. Um, and, Or referred them, or referred me to them. And I was like, shoot, like, what do I do? Like, Mm. I don't even, I'm in school full time. Yeah. Like, I have in midnight hierarchy that I'm Mm. working on. And then, you know, I only have so much capacity. Yeah. And I feel like, and I was like, what do I do? Like, God, like, what do I do? And I felt like he was like, don't take it. Mm. It's not aligned with your vision. It's not in alignment with the season you're in. Yeah. And so... Same for you. Mm-hmm. Like, just like, where are you going? What is the vision you have for your life? Where yeah. are you like, and is this opportunity in alignment with where you're going? Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of opportunities are going to come your yeah. way, but that's one of the things in time management is also discerning what door to walk through and what not to. You can't do every door. And so, yeah, you'll still wear many hats, yeah. but if a, a job, if you're wanting to be a filmmaker, like maybe it's those things that are, aren't alignment with film in the season that are coming up yeah. or need to be pushed to the side yeah. on the back burner. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, is it alignment with where you're wanting to grow in the season mm-hmm. or where you're you're heading? Those, those are the things that you need to take on yeah. and the others say no to.
0: Yeah, I feel that a lot mm-hmm. just because opportunity is always like like, coming, Mm -hmm. and I feel like I always, like, jump on every opportunity that, because I always had the, Mm -hmm. at least in this one season of my life, like, you know, my, like, 20, like, from 19-year-old to, like, what, 25, Mm -hmm. because, you know, I was in the military, and everything that Mm -hmm. just, like, kind of came, and I was, like, I always said yes to a lot of, like, the opportunities, just Mm -hmm. because at that time in my life, I was, like, I was, like, introverted growing up, so, Mm -hmm. like, I was learning how to, op- like, be more, like, out there. So, like, mm-hmm. anytime an opportunity came, I was pretty much, yeah, like, I'll go. Like, yeah, I'll go, like, travel. Like, I'll go to this party and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. for that part of my life, that was, like, the what was working mm-hmm. because it was getting me out of my shell and mm-hmm. out of my comfort zone. But now, like, I'm in a season more so of, like, discerning. And, mm-hmm. like, I have to, like... Mm-hmm. Pretty much like put my my mission first. Mm. Then if like something that like, comes up and it's like mm-hmm. maybe that opportunity isn't for, like I could say no now, you know. And it's mm-hmm. like a and I and it also comes from like a fear of missing out, just because like mm-hmm. I was in that mindset of if I say no to this and mm-hmm. is God gonna give me more opportunities, you know? Mm-hmm. But now I think it's just picking the right opportunities and and working with those. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: you don't want to burn out. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So like even like after this podcast I'm going to take a break from <laughs> This yeah. is a lot of work I'm yeah. like like even forming questions and managing mm-hmm. stuff so it's like rest yeah. like rest, totally. definitely- <laughs>
1: rest and play.
0: Yeah. So uh one thing interesting that I mm-hmm. want to note and yeah. kind of mention to everybody is mm-hmm. like a couple months ago you discovered um what's it called the gray the gray mm. season <laughs> you got rid of all your clothing <laughs> Like every color, and you just filled your whole closet with just gray. Like, like how did that come about? Like, how where did that intuitive
1: like? Literally, like I feel like that's just yeah. It was all it's literally intuition. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of us creatives are really just in tune with the trends. Yeah, and just like mm. just the whatever out. Not maybe not every outlet of or medium, but for me, like. Like, I'll just have this gravitational pull towards certain colors. Yeah. Like, right now, like, I'm loving green. Mm. Like.
0: Oh, yeah. Got- <laughs> yeah, I know. It's crazy. So that's why you're like, ooh, the green. It's meant to be.
1: Yeah. But it's just, like, with the gray, I just remember, like, oh, my God, like, I'm just so in love with gray. And I remember uh, just having that, f- like, everything that was gray, I was, like, just hold towards and i remember a girl that i used to work with she would always wear gray um and i remember just all of a sudden having this newfound love for every outfit that i remember her wearing and and i was just like okay i'm gonna get rid of all my clothes and just (laughs) like build a new wardrobe and and it's so funny because come to find out for 2021 and this was, was I did started doing this when we were at Haven. Yeah. And so this was like in the fall. And, but it was even before I even moved here in the fall that I started Mm -hmm. thinking like, Oh, I wanted, I really wanted to do a collection. Yeah. My next collection that I would produce would be uh, sweats made out Mm -hmm. of Heather gray sweats Mm -hmm. um, or that fabrication knit. And, and so I was already starting to kind of like, you know, move in that direction, but it was in the fall that I started actually practically making that shift and then come to find out 2021 Pantone picks a mm-hmm. color of the year and yeah. it's gray. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That so is. It's just like, <laughs> it's just intuition. And so like, even with this green, like, I don't know, like it's all, it's, you know, if I was creating a collection, I'd probably incorporate yeah. green in it, you know? but it would be for the next year. Yeah. And so that's how, I don't know, just, I feel like creatives do it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still learning, but, or how designers, fashion designers do it. I'm sure they have fashion trend forecasters mm. yeah. and people they work with, but I'm like, I don't know. I have an intuition. <laughs> I feel like I could just, you could do yourself. Figure it out. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's so fun too, because like mm, this last project I did for school, mm. I did design handbags, and i remember the entire vision board the entire collection was based off uh, dreams i had 3 years ago oh wow and and that was the coolest feeling just being able to draw inspiration from my dreams yeah. and like see it come together yeah. you know the colors the you know the ford old ford green chevy and mm. The forest and i mean burning the houses matches like it just mm-hmm. all of it wow. was just you know you just pull from it and I was mean, it like
0: deja vu or was it more intense deja vu uh
1: not i don't even know if it was deja vu it was just i don't really have deja vu honestly mm-hmm. ever you don't need it <laughs> yeah i just i was just like reminded of the dreams mm-hmm. i knew the dreams were for the now like for the season yeah. of my life I, and, and then I just remembered like not knowing what to do with that collection, how to yeah. even start. And then I was like, Oh my, I just had these dreams. Maybe I can just pull from these dreams yeah. and create from that. And I mean, it was amazing. Just mm-hmm. the flow, you know, and it just, can't, it just started once I pulled on those dreams and just like what it, those symbolism, the images, mm-hmm. it just, it just started to build easily, yeah. you know? I got over that hump, mm-hmm. so.
0: And speaking of the clothing, like it mm-hmm. inspired me too. I was like, mm-hmm. I needed to find my color. And it uh, was yeah. <laughs> navy blue. I was like, <laughs> and everybody was like complimenting me too, like because I would start wearing like my color more, and it's uh-huh. like, wow, that's like that really is your color. Yeah. And I would feel like a certain a different mm-hmm. way when I'm like. When you're wearing it.
1: Yeah. Interesting. How did you feel?
0: Um, I looked into it and kind of like felt it was um. Mm-hmm it was the time in my life mm-hmm. or even now just like learning how to be more confident like mm. with who I am or Navy blue, like dark blue is like, mm. it's a position of kind of like authority or um, mm. cause you know, or power, you know? And mm. it's like, a, mm. it's not red where it's like, you know, that aggressive, uh, aggressive power, but it's more yeah. of like a cool, confident mm. power. So that's what I was I love that. trying to feel. And mm-hmm. I think like more so now I'm like, feeling more into like just being more confident in that mm, way.
1: That's so good. I feel like I'm working on that in my own journey, mm. you know, just owning it. Yeah. Owning who you are, your strengths, Yeah. your weaknesses, you know, mm. but, but most importantly, just n- knowing your worth mm. and, and walking in that confidently.
0: Yeah. 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 Like as a, like I, I feel like you you could relate to it, too, Mm. like, as an artist Mm. and kind of, like, being a weirdo, quote-unquote. Is it it hard sometimes, like, Mm. say if you were to go back home and Mm. saw people that weren't into, Mm. like, whatever you're doing now, like, do you feel like it's kind of like you don't Mm. express that part of yourself as much? Mm.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think... Yeah, I don't really have a lot of people that I hang out mm. with back home, except for I don't I honestly I don't even hang out with any of the mm. people I went to high school with or anything. And everybody that I stay connect with I feel like have some sort of alignment with just spirituality yeah. and just like the you know um creativity. Like mm. I've kept those people in my life. Yeah. So I mean back home it's like family. And, of course, there's some of them that don't want to go into the deep stuff. I mean, I have people in my life like that now that don't go deep, which is okay. Mm. It's just where they're at. And I just have to honor that. Um, But, um, yeah, I don't know. Going back home, it's good. Mm. And, you know, you just have to honor where people are at in their life, you know, and not take it personally, you know, and just be you. Yeah.
0: Like for me, it's like I learned how to kind of um, be multidimensional as far as like mm-hmm. being with different groups of people is like going to a different planet mm. and whatever planet I'm in would like say, like if I'm in the basketball courts, you know, mm-hmm. I don't talk about this kind of stuff like mm-hmm. with people. Totally. It's just like a chill, like it's a different type of energy, but it's like, that's one aspect of myself. But yeah. then if I go to a, a place like LA where everybody's talking about spirituality, mm-hmm. I could still like fit in Mm -hmm. but i won't talk about you know the stuff i i experienced like on that other planet so it's just right it's an interesting thing and Mm. for me it's like Mm -hmm. so like who am i always ask myself like who am i like really Mm -hmm. you know like Mm -hmm. i can you know like even wrote it like you're a bridge to like Mm -hmm. all these things Mm -hmm. so i'm like what's my identity so and i started to realize well Mm -hmm. like maybe all these things Mm -hmm. like they're me you -hmm. know it's just a it's a different role that I have to play, like mm. in people's lives, and mm-hmm. just being able to like honor whatever role, and not bringing that role into a role that's in a spot that's not supposed to be. So. Mm.
1: Yeah. yeah, or at some point, I feel like it's you know I think creating a commonality, mm. finding a common space to bring those two yeah. together, you know I feel like is. What you do too as Mm. a bridge builder, Mm. you know, it's not keeping them separate, but creating a space for diversity. Yeah. You know, Mm. because I feel like diversity, the thing about diversity, it's like having different beliefs, different truths, different, you know, ways of doing life, but finding, honoring that in one another and still being able to engage and, um, have a conversation, finding a common ground, you mm-hmm. know, finding that middle place, yeah, to meet, which is gray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow
0: <laughs> that's true. Like life isn't always black and white. yeah, it's in the gray area. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Wow. It just came to me. <laughs> yeah. I was going to zinger <laughs> but. all right, so um, I'm look at my notes mm-hmm. just to make sure because. I think we covered a lot of the stuff that I wanted to talk about. So like we're reaching the end. Yeah. Which is about we talked for like more than an hour. So awesome. you, it feels like the time always goes by fast. Yeah, so good. So we're gonna finish off with like I guess mm-hmm. my final questions. So mm-hmm. one of them is um mm-hmm. so like where do you like this year, like w- mm-hmm. where do you see it going? Or do you see people or mm-hmm. let me see let me ask a different question. So as far as um mm-hmm. prophetic gifts and Stuff like that. Do you think you'll see more, like, well, as like, uh, hmm. like a like human race, we're gonna see more of that opening up as like this next decade,
1: um,
0: or do you I think f- pe- certain pe- only certain people like will have like the capacity?
1: Yeah, I feel like you know, like I said earlier, not everybody's interested in the prophetic. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's interested in spirituality or deep things, you know, and that's okay. But I do feel like s- there's so much curiosity. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like people, there's they're hungry for something, yeah. you know, that's beyond just the natural. And I think that's the thing about the prophetic is it opens their eyes to yeah. a new world. So I feel which like... eyes, it, though. <laughs> which <laughs> eyes, yeah. <laughs> but it's just like... I think that's when what I do and comes into play is like being able to use my gift to to kind of open up people's understanding mm-hmm. and just like to enable them to see God in mm-hmm. a new light and just like the possibilities. And I feel like for me, I didn't know about the prophetic mm-hmm. until I went to a, like a ministry school in yeah. my late 20s. And that was the first time I got prophesied over and I had mm. this prophetic word and it rocked me. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my God, I I want to know how to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to know how to do what they did to me and yeah. be able to, you know, share just like intimate knowledge that no one knew mm-hmm. but God and me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they knew, they told me it. And and it changed my life. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like when people encounter the prophetic, when the people encounter the heart of God for them, like it's, it's going to create a hunger for Mm them, for them to maybe want more of it or to even step in it themselves, you know, because it's, it's a, it's obtainable Mm -hmm. for everyone. It's not just for the prophets Mm -hmm. and the mystics and, you know what I mean? So we'll see.
0: Mm -hmm. Awesome, yeah. So, um my last question uh-huh. is: are, are there any prophetic words for me? Any prophetic <laughs> words yeah. for you? It's for everybody, who, I'm always scared, like to ask you because <laughs> it's Why? like it's like, because um, I know what you say, it's gonna be like truthful, uh-huh. and it's gonna like it's maybe something I've been resisting about mm-hmm. the truth. But mm-hmm. any any words of wisdom you got going on?
1: Mm-hmm. I really. And I feel like we kind of got some words in there just with your time management, knowing what opportunities to take. I think that's really important for you because I feel like you've been kind of like getting tired. You need a refreshment, mm-hmm. you know, Um, you're on the verge of burnout. If you don't oh, change, my. I feel that if you don't change, you know, the things that you're taking upon yourself, you know. Um, and discerning the right opportunities, but I feel like now, I feel like you have the understanding that you need, but, and being okay with saying no, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't need to please everybody, you know, not, if they choose to walk away, that's fine, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to take care of you, most importantly, you Mm -hmm. can't please everyone, I think, I think the people pleasing thing can come up in you, yeah, at times, and you want to make people happy, and but I feel like that's going to be a challenge, you know, and that will come up, you know, with, you know, you saying no, because yeah. it just will. But you can do it. So
0: okay, cool. Yeah, I feel that. Mm-hmm. I do feel like even these past few days, I needed mm-hmm. more rest. Mm-hmm. I stayed in bed for like so long. And yeah, that was like a, a big sign. And yeah, so I might not be in L.A. for a, little a while, while. So <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take a break from from for L.A. Sure. Yeah, take care of yourself. Yeah. Because coming here was like, oh, like, why am I here? (laughs) Like, like, those thoughts were like, Mm -hmm. I know I'm like, I'm supposed to be here for, like, for this. But I knew, like, deep down, it's like, Mm -hmm. you got to take a break from this place. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a lot of high energy here. Yeah. It's like, you need to go. Yeah, yeah. Stay home for a bit.
1: Right. And listen to your gut because, like... I feel like, you know, there might be a, a certain pool here, mm. you know, think something trying to keep you here, mm. distraction, um, that's keeping you from actually tapping into the rest that you need to yeah. tap into. I think that's w- important. Make mm. sure you're, uh, uh, ciphering through the distractions, mm. um, the foxes that want to yeah. steal your fruitfulness, Yeah, you know? You can't be fruitful if you're burnt out. You can't mm. be fruitful if you're, you know, yeah, just going, going, going. Um, it might seem like it in the moment, but then mm. you crash and you can't do anything at all. And yeah. you got, you're not doing any, you know, it's, you're not being fruitful anymore. Mm. So, yeah, I, th- I think you need to listen to your gut. Listen, mm-hmm. to your gut, and I feel like even you know when not to come here. It's yeah. like I feel like there's like this pull, yeah, like that. Mm-hmm. There's something that keeps pulling you over here, yeah. And I don't even think it was me, like yeah. I don't no, even it think was it was something, this thing. Yeah. yeah.
0: I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll leave it there, okay. <laughs> 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 but right, well, anyways, um, you know, our listeners want to know, um, how how, how do we find you? What can we follow you?
1: Um, so I'm on social media, essentially just Instagram. So my personal page is Um, um I can spell that out, <laughs> M-A-R-K-U-S dot F-A-L-A-N-I-K-O dot P-A-L-U. And then my um, business, Intuitive Art Readings, The Midnight Hierarchy. So it's midnight.hierarchy at Hierarchy, and I also have the website midnighthierarchy.com so you can find me in those places and if you have questions um, just hit me up sh- hit up Marjan he'll connect you yeah. or um, info at midnighthierarchy.com you can email so yeah
0: awesome well hopefully you get like a, a thousand people that <laughs> want to get a reading I'm not Jennifer. to burn <laughs> out either <laughs> Be careful what you wish for sometimes, know, right? Yeah. But it's it's a pleasure to have you.
1: <laughs> thank you this for is, having me. This is awesome.
0: This was a great experience. Like so many things that I learned about you mm. that like, wow, I didn't know that. And yeah. so much more insight. And thank you always for your wisdom. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we'll keep in touch for sure. For sure. Of course. But anyways, guys, thank you for listening in to Unlocking Superhuman Podcast. This was a pleasure. Till we meet again, leave you guys all in peace. Thank you all very much. Thank you for listening to the Unlocking Superhuman podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at unlocking underscore superhuman. See you next time.